You have any so, drink? I have a drink. Okay. I'm not leaving us hanging. I'm not leaving us hanging. I have been... I'm a big sparkling water guy when I yeah. want something that's not a soda, not a beer. And uh, my sister put me on to these uh, Spindrift sparkling waters. This one is strawberry lemonade. Delish. The lime ones. Delish. Big thing that's different about them, it's all real fruit juice that they squeeze into them. So... Uh, pretty tasty. They are expensive, though. Mm. That was a great crack. Wow. That's a crispy can. Oh, I also want to add, uh, so we're talking about, like, interesting drinks here. Mm-hmm. I was going through my uh, local supermarket, and I found this really small, like, brand of, like, soda. It looked really interesting. It was the packaging that got me, and I got one right here, so I'm going to try it. What do we got? Um, It's a lovely Mountain Dew. <laughs> I think it's French. Um, that reveal was insane. We're gonna we're gonna try this out. Oh, wow, that's good. Have you have you seen the the Voodoo Mystery Dew flavor? Have you seen well, that? All right, what color is it? <laughs> it's like purplish. Yes, yes, I've seen it. I don't really care for Mountain Dew. I'm a big uh, Mountain Dew guy. But I was like, that's interesting. I'll get one. Pretty good. Not bad. Nice. Yeah, I'm a big Mountain Dew guy and, a, of course, a big Code Red guy because if you play COD, you got to drink right? Code Red. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Cheetos, Code Red. Call or Doritos. Red. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's your Dorito of choice? Uh, The the chili ones. They're like sweet chili or oh, some shit. The purple, shit. Ones, the purple bag. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm cool. Cool Ranch boy for me. But, cool Ranch uh, is really good too. Chili. I like to take both the Cool Ranch and the Chili and kind of go back and forth because you get a good, good. good You're a madman. I've never done that, but that sounds oh, amazing. I love snack mixes, <laughs> but this isn't a snack podcast. This is a wrestling podcast. Damn Welcome right. to Let Me Pod to you. I'm Jacob. You can block me on Twitter. We hate Jacob. I'm here with my co-host Dimitri. You can find him on Twitter at Dimitri Talks. Dimitri, big week of wrestling. It is. It has been a, a big week. Um, I got mixed feelings about it. Um. Some things kind of hit or miss, you know? So mm-hmm. how uh, how are you feeling about it? Uh, I don't really understand the whole kerfuffle between the internet wrestling community on, like, putting NXT versus Dynamite. Having watched both of them, I think there was a very clear winner on what was the better wrestling show, but... We'll talk about it. Uh, our format here is top of the mid headlines, stock rising, stock falling. These can be specific wrestlers, storylines, executives, whatever to kick off the conversation. Dimitri, who's top of the mid? I just gotta gotta brace myself for this one. It feels really good to finally be able to say this. You know, I've been waiting a long time, long time coming. We got a mid card forefather who appeared at Fastlane. I'm talking about none other than Carlito. Okay. I don't think he really did anything of note to be <laughs> top of the mid, they except for appear. His reveal. I know. <laughs> like, how did you, let's just get into it. Cause like we, 
just so everyone knows, later on, we're going to get into a stock falling that was fast lane because it was a yes. bit off. But mm-hmm. I think they butchered this Carlito. Like, give me out. your thoughts real quick. Why do you think? Why do you think that? Because everyone knew Carlito was coming. So starting the match as like a three on two and like Ray and Santos getting their asses kicked. It's like, for what? We know Carlito is going to come out for the save. I actually like, did not know Carlito was coming. Oh, I'm, I'm terminally online. So I knew Carlito. Was oh, coming. so that's, that's an interesting thing. So, uh, in the past, like week and a half or so, uh, I've been really busy with school. So I have realized that I'm spending way, 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 way too much time just scrolling on Twitter because that's like my life. Um, so I deleted Twitter from my phone and I've only been <laughs> accessing it on the computer, which in turn has gotten me to be really blind to a lot of things. So Carlito oh, so was an example of opinions, that. loser. <laughs> <laughs> Carlito is an example of that. I had no idea Carlito was going to show up. So for me, I was like, damn, I fully knew that Carlito was going <laughs> to show up. So two different perspectives like, here. I was like, this is fucking dumb. (laughs) Damn. The fact that they butchered it, that kind of really sucks for all the people that, like you, that already knew. That stinks. And, like, I I watched Fastlane with Ead, and, Mm -hmm. like, he's not as on, he's online, but not as online as me. He also knew, he was like, Carlito's coming out, right? Like, I didn't say (laughs) anything about it. He brought it up to me, and he's like, why don't they have a third one? Isn't Carlito supposed to be here? And then Carlito's not there, and we were like, what are they doing? Like, this is kind of dumb. And then like the ending felt so rushed because like Carlito's terrible music hit. That's what I was going to mention. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah. I was, uh, I heard the music and I was like, wait, 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 what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? The man has a banger of a theme. And the last time he showed up, they had it. They had his old theme. So like, what the fuck's going on? Why the new theme? They went, Generic Mexican music, please. They like, really that's did. What they went with like the old shit slaps. I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. I love that shit, man. Like if there had been like a lull in the match, and then like you hear that come out, the crowd mm-hmm. would have popped so much harder. Absolutely. Instead, it's like you just get this. And if they, I don't know. I was sitting there thinking about it, and I was like, all right, maybe they want to get away from the spit in the face of people with an Apple gimmick type of deal. But even if they wanted to get rid of that, why didn't you just cut that out of the the instrumental, the song that was already there? Just cut, just cut him saying that out of it. At the same time, though, it's like you're reintroducing a guy who is known for X. Hmm keep his thing he's known for i would yeah i mean i like i said that that would be the only reason i would make any sense to me as to why they would want to change it but at the same time why one yeah uh and two just like it could have been done differently i complain a little bit i know but you know that's what we're here for eh, i mean it it also like yeah he he was coming out to make the save for his team but the way that Carlito just ran through Bobby and the Street Profits on his own after he came out and like was it a uh, was it Angela Dawkins that took the pin then? I don't remember. I, I don't remember either. It doesn't matter. But yeah. I was just like Ed and I were both like so Carlito comes out, kicks everybody's ass is Carlito like the top guy in the <laughs> LWO now like he's gone it, super it, saiyan. 
It just didn't it didn't track really, but mm-hmm. I think this is a nice honorary top of the mid for a mid card forefather, like you said. Yep, yep, truly. Headlines. Let's let's start with the Tuesday Night War. Okay, because yours is kind of what's coming after this past Tuesday Night War. See, si, Senor. Did you watch either show from Tuesday? I didn't watch them on Tuesday, so I still haven't watched NXT. I watched a bit of uh, Dynamite. I'm like, I think I got like 30 minutes left or something like that, mm-hmm. and I'll probably finish it later tonight. All right, cool. Uh, I watched I watched Dynamite Live, and I just watched NXT in the last hour, so I skipped through a bunch of it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you my quick NXT thoughts, because I, I don't watch it regularly. I watch it, you know special events. I was like I'm going to talk about it. I want to I want to give the perspective of someone who watched both shows. Yeah. Straight up, I do not get anyone choosing NXT over Dynamite. Unless like you're a big like developmental NXT head, like just yeah, to watch or like what was better. For what was better. Okay. Like if you have the option of both on the same night, I don't understand choosing to watch NXT live over Dynamite. I could totally see watching nxt over dynamite well why as okay so like i would say because just it's something that wwe has that AEW does not yet have there's that mainstream appeal that you can get a lot of eyes without having much i guess substance to it so like you can just say like hey Undertaker's going to be there. John Cena's going to be there. X, Y, and Z is going to be there. There's going to be all these people there. And somebody who's not really super, like, super wrestling fans, kind of like a casual wrestling fans. They do exist, yeah. believe it or not. They, they exist. No, I Ca- know. Casual wrestling fans uh, would probably choose to go say, hey, I'm going to go watch The Undertaker. I'm going to go watch John Cena. I'm going to go watch X, Y, and Z on NXT. See him pop up. Don't get to see him that often. This is my opportunity. That's why I would see somebody tuning into NXT over Dynamite. That being said, I watch Dynamite first because I'm excited about Edge over there. Uh, so that that's the reason I watch. That's literally the reason as Edge. That's my only reason. That's fair. Um, my my quick notes that I have here: uh, Dom Mysterio and Ilya Dragunov was a fun match. Uh, that Dragunov fell is pretty darn good. Uh, Dom Judgment Day, uh, but it got blown up because LA Knight was a special guest referee. Um, <clears throat> which he was just basically leaning on the turnbuckle the whole time, and he refereed with a uh referee tank top. He kept his vest on, and was wearing his jeans and his Tims. Hell yeah! What so a he was just like, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, Lola Vice. Oh is yeah, extremely sports entertaining. Oh yeah, if you're not, I already, I've been do that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was just trying to skip to get like the the big things and like Lola. Like, they had like Lola, Lola Vice, Vice came up, and you I were went, like, "Hmm, I watch this." <laughs> <laughs> um, Paul was there recruiting, uh, recruiting Ava. Uh, so that that was interesting. That is interesting. And the my biggest takeaway from NXT, Braun Breaker is the next Paul Heyman guy. That would make sense. Paul did the whole your former NXT world 
heavyweight champion, Braun Breaker. Like it rolls off just like Brock Lesnar did. Mm-hmm. Like he, he could do that same voice for it. Like, and look, Braun Breaker, he can go. He is a specimen. I kind of laughed the first time I heard him talk because he has such a Wisconsin accent. He's like, he John Cena. He's, like, he's like, John Cena, what are you doing here? Like, what is, what's coming what's out up? of your mouth? What's up with this guy? Yeah, like I was like, I can't take you seriously with what you're saying. So if he just kicks some ass and Paul Heyman can do that heavy lifting on the mic for him, uh, I think that would be pretty good. But yeah, Braun Breaker is the next Paul Heyman guy for sure. I see it. Uh, Yeah, and then Undertaker. Came out at the very end. I was like, sure. I was, yeah, I was like, it was weird that he was advertised for the show. I'm like, what the fuck is he going to do? <laughs> what the fuck did he do? What did he do? He chokeslammed Braun Breaker. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. That that was it. He rode his motorcycle in, nice. gave everybody carbon monoxide poisoning, Great. and chokeslammed Braun Breaker. <laughs> wow. All right. That's riveting television. That's <laughs> I'm saying. Um... And then I I did a, a Dimitri and I took some like notes notes on oh yeah Dynamite that's right Tuesday yeah buddy um yeah the big the big thing from AEW Title Tuesday they just make some really smart TV decisions like Tony Khan got Warner to give them give him a thirty minute uh, commercial free ended up being forty uh, Christian Cage opens the show saying that he did it because he's the face of TNT and he has those strings. I love that. Like, I was like, like, start the show assholes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Swerve and Hangman's feud continued um, outside-ish. I think that was smart because, like, that was a really good match from WrestleDream. Uh, Hobbs tried to murder Jericho. He really tried to murder Jericho. Um, The... Did you see the Juice Robinson MJF whole quarter thing? Did you see uh-huh. that? Yep. So, because you're not terminally online like me this week, did you see the <laughs> backlash because of it? No, I didn't, but I assumed that that yep. would have happened. So, I'm assuming it's it was okayed, so like it was it was Max's idea. Yeah. Um Juice has done this thing where he's knocked people out with a roll of quarters previous yeah. in his career that's a thing that he's done um there's also a story that max has told where he had quarters pelted at him by people who are being anti-semitic but max tweeted a bunch of stuff about how this is his story to tell this is the way he wants to tell it on his fictional television show uh-huh. so sure um but the internet was like what how the fuck is tony khan letting this happen because the guy who's in the story says, "Hey, I want to do this. This is my story." Yeah, my immediately my immediate thoughts when I saw it, it was, "Damn, somebody's going to be mad at this." But then I was immediately like, "There's no way this gets on TV without being approved or without everybody being okay with it. There's just no yeah. way." And if everybody's okay with it, that's fine with me. I think of it like uh, it, it it's a form of entertainment, and and as long as the people in it are okay with what they're doing and they maybe they have a shoe in the game then it's all right i like to think about like uh a lot of people get pissed about the shit that dave Chappelle says bro dave Mm -hmm. Chappelle says some wild ass shit 
but about everybody. And my opinion is, it's all entertainment. It's comedy. He's here to entertain. As long as he's not being actually harmful and just spewing comedy, what's I don't see a problem. And, and like along those lines, like I don't think Dave Chappelle is funny. So oh, I love I, Dave. I like the Chappelle <laughs> show. I do not think any of his recent stand-ups were funny at all. Like I thought Damn. they were all just like trying to make people mad, and that's what he was going for. I, I love Dave. But if you're into it, good for you. It's not for me. Yep. Fair enough. Like, I, I don't need to argue with people about like, oh, well, you shouldn't like that because he did. Blah, blah. Like, I don't give a shit. I'm just not going to watch it. Exactly. That is exactly it. I can like something that you don't. And that's OK. You can yep. think something is stupid and that's OK. Like, that's just the way it is, man. One of the things I don't need to be right about. Uh, and Orange Cassidy has his international title back. Um Let's uh let's go to the Fightful Select article, Dimitri. Mm. Fightful Select article. They had some uh they had some Yep, details on why the international title keeps changing hands. John Moxley was not originally supposed to lose this title to Ray Fenix. Duh, but he got a concussion, so he lost it. Ray has been having some back issues and also is apparently uh, going to be having some visa things that he needs to work out. It's going to be off television. So title Tuesday, John Moxley was supposed to win the title back. Very obvious based on that booking. You see, oh, Ray Fenix, John Moxley, John Moxley's getting the title back. He wasn't supposed to lose. Okay. Word. Moxley wasn't clear. Mm. So where do they put it? They put it back on the workhorse. They put it back to the guy who built that title back up to where it should be. Orange Cassidy. Um, and I don't think he's going to be letting it go for a while. I don't think it's going to be, oh, if next week John Moxley's cleared, Orange is losing. No, he's keeping it again for a, a good, a good decent run here. Um, I hope at least. Uh, but yeah, uh, happy for Orange that he got his title back. I, I would like to see him possibly the next time he does lose his title, getting into some main event scene for the big belt. Mm, my man, Orange Cassidy. He's so entertaining. Oh yeah, one thing I didn't I didn't put in my notes because uh, the juice quarter thing with MJF uh, kind of took the, the key there. Jay White stealing Max's belt and wearing it around like it's his is so good and so smart and it's so different than anything else that I've seen recently. Like. When was the last time someone stole someone's belt and had it for multiple weeks on television that you remember? Great question. Because <laughs> I don't. like I've, Yeah, no. And the, one of the big criticisms that AEW has been getting lately is like, oh, you just copy WWE storylines. I'm sure it happened at some point, but I don't remember when it was. And That's a frustrating criticism to me because like... It's wrestling. It's One, it's <laughs> wrestling, and two, technically like... There, it's storylines just repeat naturally in life, mm-hmm. in sports, in entertainment. It, there's bound to be storylines that overlap, and maybe they're being do. terrible. It's a repetitive storyline, exactly. I'm and maybe, no, 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 that was a good point. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe they do, maybe they do find inspiration from WWE again. That's not a problem for me because if you find inspiration, you, you see something you like and you can tweak it and make it better. By all means, do that. Like, I, I expect that to be done, especially in art. Mm-hmm. It's just really interesting. And, like, 
Max calls the belt uh, the Big Burberry belt, the mm-hmm. Triple B. And the Bullet Club Gold on AEW, they've been calling Wait, he, does he actually call it the Triple B? I'm sorry, I had to interrupt yeah. you there. But he calls yeah. it the Triple B? Yeah. Shit, I don't know if I can let that fly. Why? Because that's, that's already big baller brand territory, baby. Oh my you think God. LeVar Ball's going to let that fly? That's I a lawsuit. I have about LeVar Ball in years. <laughs> that's a lawsuit, brother. It hasn't been sued yet. But what, um, did, what, did, what were you saying? <laughs> juice, uh, the uh, not Juice, the Bullet Club Gold on AEW, they, uh, Jay White, the knife pervert, he calls them the Bang Bang Gang. So he's mm-hmm. calling it the Bang Bang Belt. So it's, he's still calling it the Triple B, but he's referring to it as the Bang Bang Belt. Interesting. Which, Which Triple B point, is ideal? I think they're both good. Um, the... <laughs> The, the only issue that I foresee with calling it the bang bang belt is eventually someone's going to slip up and call it the gang bang belt. So. <laughs> oh, the gang bang belt. What a prestigious title. Yep. <laughs> the, uh, coming to a hotel room here. <laughs> the rest of what I have from Title Tuesday is going to be covered more fully in stocks rising and falling. So we'll get to those chunks later because there's a, Big stock rise and a big stock fall coming up from All right, the rest of AEW title Tuesday. Yeah, buddy. And uh, we, we got some other exciting stuff coming up, my dog. We got the uh, new seasons of Raw and SmackDown. Yeet. I'm excited for it. Um, although I don't think anything's really going to change. Um, <laughs> uh, there's one big change. <clears throat> Speak. Roman's back on television. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a big change. Uh, that is a big change. But presentation-wise, <clears throat> I don't think there's going to be any big changes uh, because that doesn't seem to be their MO anymore. Nope. Um, and I will forever repeat this over and over and over and over and over again that I wish that they did do small changes just to just to really spice things up and make it feel like a like an actual new season. Like if we like, I know I want a new stage, right. And I want brand specific (laughs) stages. I'm going to repeat that to the day I die, but I don't think they're going to do it. So if you can't do that, at least give me like a new intro video with new music for both brands or like, you don't don't like the, uh, greatness, man. I feel like greatness. (laughs) Legendary in the making. Reach out and we take it. <laughs> we on the verge and it feel like greatness. <laughs> Yo, uh, you know what? I'm not a fan. No, um, but I just, yeah, I know it's ridiculous, bro. I sing it sometimes when I'm just chilling. I hate it. Um, but I just really would really like to see like, you know, some like updates like that. Cause like just little stuff like that makes it feel like we're coming into like a new era and like it just, I don't know. As a viewer, I think it's special when I can relate like an era or a year with like a song and an intro. And I'm like, yeah, I remember when X, Y, and Z was the intro and the ropes were this color. What a great time that was. But right now it feels like everything is like stuck on being the same and it's like super corporate and it's like super just clean and like brand friendly to the point where it never feels different. Uh, and it just, it's just like one long continuous line of wrestling, which I mean, it's been good. We've, we've had great times, 
But the the thing that stood out to me with this era of wrestling is how nothing stands out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that's fair sense. enough. No, it does. I like kind of along those lines too is the timing. And I've I've thought this, you know, for the last couple of years being back into wrestling, like, oh, the new season starts in the on this random Friday in October. It is weird timing. Like there's nothing significant happening. And like I know they have to do it as like seasons for television, yeah. but I, I just don't understand why you wouldn't kind of time your season to start and end like started on the first Friday in January or like the first show after WrestleMania. Cause WrestleMania is supposed to be kind of the season finale of kind of storylines and it's a storyline reset. So like, I, I just, or if you're going to do it like after WrestleMania, cause sometimes they bleed all the way to SummerSlam, do it after summer. Like it just feels or- like it should be more of a significant point in time for the story calendar. Yep, I always thought that. Like, it's just a weird time, and like, we have all these significant events, like you said, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and we even got the draft now. But like, it would do make we- so. Eh, we kind of do. It would make so much sense to do new season, okay? Draft, okay? Start up like an actual sports season. Like, it's a yeah. new season. Here we go. Draft. All right, we're gonna work our way to Royal Rumble. We're gonna work our way to WrestleMania. Boom, boom, boom. Stuff's going to happen. New season draft like that. That would just make sense. And that would get me draft is a really good one. That's a really good call, Dimitri, because like the the season premiere of SmackDown, the WWE draft kicks us off. Like that would be amazing. A lot of sense. And that would be exciting. Like the NFL uses that as a huge like selling point when there's like Mm -hmm. nothing to fucking pay attention to in the NFL. Mm-hmm. As me as a Panthers fan, you already know I'm looking forward to the draft every year. Okay. Cause as soon as the regular season's over, we're not in the playoffs. I'm looking forward to the draft. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so like same thing with WWE, you know, if, uh, you know, you get done with WrestleMania and all that, and then, you know, you have the draft to look forward to, I would be really excited to say like, Hey, X, Y, and Z could switch up. We could see some different storylines here. I'd be really looking forward to it. But instead, we just have the draft randomly appearing in random years at random points of time being different, I guess, levels of uh, like, how do I want to put this? The draft essentially matters sometimes and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it matters a lot. Sometimes it's like it doesn't. It's just like, I would like some consistency. Yeah, you know, and I, I'm wondering if, you know, let's let's quickly go into your first stock rising with Triple H being back in charge. Yeah. Does Triple H being in charge mean the draft matters? Because Vince McMahon doesn't give a fuck about the draft. Clearly. Um, I don't know. That is a great question. Um, I just think Triple H has done a great job of utilizing different talent. Um, so we've seen that... Um, that article come out. Did you see that article come out about Triple H? Yep. That was, okay. So this is one of the few things I'm plugged in on online. I do peek into Twitter like once or twice a day. So I see like big headlines. Big headline I saw was Triple H uh, essentially knighted as the creative guy for WWE. And mm-hmm. there is a sound coming through my headset. Do you hear it? No. All right. It's gone now. Okay. We're good. Anyways, knighted uh, essentially head of creative 
um, in WWE, which is a big win, I think, for all the fans because when as soon as Triple H took over in the first place, things were good. And then we kind of heard that Vince was kind of back in the weeds and we had some weird things popping up and things just happening because wrestling and a lot of last second changes, which I don't think are good for anybody. Nope. Um, and, you know, to hear that he's back, uh, I would just say that it, it seems a little bit apparent with all the people that we've seen. We've seen Gargano, Champa. Uh, we saw a Zia Lee appearance on Raw. I don't even remember the last time I saw a Zia Lee dog. Like, I essentially at this point, I only see Zia Lee on like Twitter or like IG. I haven't seen her on TV in like. She she occasionally would come out to get the shit beat out of her by somebody they needed to put over and elevate, but like other than that, no, she she's been doing main event tapings. There was like a really long time ago when she was like in a I believe it was her, she was like ringside in like a hood and they were doing some weird angle where she like interfered and they were weren't saying who it was and then they randomly revealed that it was Zia Lee on the internet and then like nothing yeah. came of it. Yeah, that was so weird. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, hopefully we're done with random storylines like that. And Triple H can keep us on track. And we got a lot of new faces here. And I'm, I'm pretty excited for where the future is headed. Fightful is reporting this as well. Uh, Dimitri put a link to the Bleacher Report article, which will be in the show notes. Um, Fightful is reporting basically the same thing. And their report is saying that Endeavor, because they're in charge now, yeah. they are looking at it and going, hmm. When Vince McMahon touches creative and people don't like it, that hurts the stock price. Yeah. And there are reports that Vince McMahon is doing more shit in the company. That hurts the stock price. How do we make line go up? <laughs> Vince goes away. <laughs> line goes up. Bing, bang, bosh. Here we go. Bing, bang, bosh, baby. Uh, My first stock rising is Tony Khan. Mm-hmm. Maybe you haven't seen this because you haven't been as online this week. Tony Khan is going crazy on Twitter. <laughs> you know what? That is one of the few things I did see. I saw a highlight reel of the things he's done on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Vince, Mc- or, yeah. he took some shots at Vince. He, uh, where's the other one? Snowman's he- back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 snowman. He uh, also. Where's the thing? Um, he tweeted a, a gif of Roderick Strong that said, who gives a fuck at a fan who replied to him <laughs> saying they weren't watching uh, Title Tuesday. Um, someone quote tweeted that. If Sir Vince McMahon said this, there would be many failed AEW fans crying nonstop and furious. Hashtag hypocrites. Tony Khan replies to him, if Sir Vince McMahon said this, it would be the least of his alleged misdeeds. Hashtag AEW title Tuesday on TBS, <laughs> Tuesday AEW Dynamite tonight. <laughs> That's really funny. That's great promotion and, right there. And then when he when he got the uh when he got his uh overrun, so AEW had a like 10-ish minute overrun on on TBS as well. Let's find it. Let's go on the Tony Khan Twitter. Hey, here. Where is it? Where is it? He tweeted like the update with the uh um here it is. I have a message. I have a message for them. 
See you tonight at a special Tuesday. Oh, for he quote tweeted Haas of Wrestling. Triple H and Shawn Michaels look to send a message to Tony Khan exclusive. And then there's a link to an article about, you know, all the people who are going to be on NXT. Mm-hmm. Tony Khan, I have a message for them. See you tonight at a special Tuesday night AEW Dynamite title fight Tuesday at 8 p.m. on TBS. At least the first 30 minutes are commercial free, plus a big overrun tonight with a photo of a door that had spray painted on it, bald asshole. <laughs> wow. So Tony Khan has just been in his bag. Yeah, absolutely. Flaming people. Do we know how these shows did comparatively yet? NXT won right. <laughs> the ratings. Figured. And this is where Tony Khan's stock starts to fall a little bit because he kind of cried about it on Twitter. You had to know it was going to happen. Like, yes. it's just the, the casual audience is going to watch WWE. That's just is what it is right yep. now at this point. But then Tony tweeted this week, two active decades long rating streaks from two great legends were ended. With all due respect, until this week's head-to-head AEW on TBS versus WWE on USA, neither John Cena nor Undertaker had ever been on a WWE show with under a million total viewers, plus under 400k in the demo. So he's basically saying, I held John Cena and Undertaker under a million. (laughs) Oh my god. Like, it's not the W think it is, pal, but sure. (laughs) Wow, that's that's really interesting stuff. I mean, was it was it anywhere close? Did did AEW do all right? Um, I haven't seen the numbers. Numbers. Yeah. I've been looking for an article that breaks it down. There is that one wrestling Twitter account that that usually will have the the demo information, but it's really gotcha. for the for the nerds. Yeah, and I'm I'm trying to not get into the nerd shit if I can avoid it. Fair enough. Like not nerd nerd derogatory, not nerd positive. Like <laughs> not nerd positive. <laughs> we not be a nerd positive over here right now. Let's see if I can do a quick search for NXT ratings. Uh NXT was nine hundred twenty one thousand. AEW was six hundred and nine thousand. Hey, not bad. Someone <laughs> Someone posted a picture of Lola Vice dance or a, a gif of Lola Vice dancing. The reason why NXT won in the ratings. Hey, I mean, I yeah, I would tune in to NXT over AW for Lola Vice. Yeah, can't can't <laughs> hate. Uh, NXT had a three hundred thousand in the uh, eighteen to forty nine demo. A Dynamite had a twenty six or two hundred sixty thousand. So they were very close in the demo yeah. and I mean within 300k of the total. So I mean, here's the thing. It's a win for everybody. Like, exactly. like we've been saying, it's, a, it's win. a win for everybody that there was great wrestling shows on Tuesday. It's a win that you had to like be like, "Hmm, which one am I going to watch?" That's yeah. a win. And it was a question. Like I did I wasn't immediately like, "I'm definitely going to watch AEW." Like it was a game time decision. It hit 8 o'clock, and I was like, Ada. So like it that's just where I went. But yeah. you know, I lean that way. So it's it's cool. Yeah, I did the, the edge specialness is what did it for me. So that's why I lean I I lean towards AEW. I still watch NXT though. You want to talk about Edge? Do I want to talk about Edge? I didn't even get to it yet though. Mm, it mm. is my stock rising. That's okay. You can talk about it. You can talk okay. about it. 
Run. Edge took a pile driver within the first minute of his match. <laughs> you were so excited <laughs> to say it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this man's insane. <laughs> yeah, he is crazy. <laughs> Beth let him out the house, and he's like, I'm going to break my neck again. <laughs> uh, Christian Cage. Good Lord, dude. Christian on the mic. He he's was dog. talking about stealing Beth from Edge. He got that he dog in him. Saying, he was saying that. <laughs> Edge's daughters need a real father figure. Damn right. Like he's trying to he's trying to be their stepdaddy. Mm-hmm. Christian Cage is doing crazy shit. Um, Edge basically was like, "I'm gonna do all the stuff I haven't been allowed to do for the last 15 years." Yeah, and he did all of it, and it was really fun. Hell yeah! So you you should still watch it because it's a really good promo. Oh, I'm going to it's absolutely a really good match. No question. And then, like, Dynamite ends with basically four factions just all coming out and beating the shit out of each other. Gotta love Faction Wars. Oh, like, it was really, like, all over the place. But, yeah, Edge went crazy. He, like, seriously, my in my notes, I put, he took a pile driver, we're two minutes into the match. Like, <laughs> they, they put it out there early, quick, like, he's doing everything. He's here for the for the whole the whole show the whole ride. He did a he hit a diving DDT on Luchasaurus too. Like I was like, bro, your body. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun though. Good match. Oh yeah, lovely. Good fun. I can't wait to watch it. You should. You should do it. Oh wow, wheel boy. Tell me about this. Uh, what's coming up on the Intercontinental Heavy? Weight title to me. Thank you for uh, clearly saying the heavyweight part. Uh, I'm just really excited about the Intercontinental title, man. We just, uh, oh, dude, I'm, I'm literally right here in the moment of talking about it. I can't believe that big motherfucker. I can't remember that big motherfucker's name. Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed. For some reason, I was I was blanking and I was saying Braun Strowman in my head. So definitely They're not Braun big. Strowman. What? They're both big. <laughs> They're both big. Yeah. Definitely not the same guy though. Um. Yeah, we saw that uh, that match on Raw um, for the uh, just for the title opportunity. Uh, Bronson Reed won um, pretty convincingly. Uh, he's got some really good ring ability. I'm still mm-hmm. not like uh, I don't like love his character or anything, but I'd say for like mid card talent, he does the job. You know, he comes in, he's fierce, he's angry, and he's scary, and he does his thing. Um, so when I saw the lineup for that for that match for the number mm-hmm. one contender i was like well it's not gonna be ricochet yep <laughs> I, was like, I don't think they're gonna run chad gable back right away mm-hmm. so it's probably gonna be bronson reed yep i thought the same thing and it went as predicted and i'm sure we can also predict that bronson reed isn't going to win the title off of gunther what, what? i do th- <laughs> what what I do think this is going to lead to is so we've had so many challenges for the for the IC title recently. Mm-hmm. Um, Gunther's been consistently winning, being a badass. What I think it's going to lead to eventually is Chad winning the title. Eventually, um, it seems like they keep building him up. They keep building the IC title up. They keep building Gunther up, and you know when it finally does happen, it should happen like at a climax. So I th- go ahead. I think it's going to happen at Elimination Chamber. That would be cool. That would be a lovely place to do it. That'd be memorable. 
Um, and yeah, I, I just, I, I totally see that happening. It seems like that's kind of the direction they're going for now. They're just feeding Gunther challengers to make him look stronger, to make the IC title look better. And, uh, you know, Chad's doing his thing. So I'm just excited to see where that, where that's going. I'm not like super excited for the, uh, Bronson Reed match, but I'm sure it'll be a good match. Cause they're both very good at what they do. And, um, we'll see how it goes, but, um, I'm just more excited to see where this thing goes in the end. Yeah, I um the only reason I'm thinking it's going to be elimination chamber is because last year they did the United States title in the elimination chamber mm. match. If you if you recall, um the other thing I I I'm kind of looking at here is okay, they're kind of building up these challengers. Champa, Chad Gable, Bronson Reed. We only need what two more? And then we've got an elimination chamber and anyone can walk out of there. So that keeps, that protects Gunther from, you know, looking not strong. So if he does lose his, his intercontinental title, he could move on to bigger and better things. Um, I wonder if elimination chamber is before the Royal rumble this year. Probably not. It's probably after. Yeah, I don't know, bro. It was last year. I'm just thinking out loud. I was like, mm, if they if they have him lose it at the elimination chamber and win the rumble, that's a pathway. Um, yeah, I don't know. It. I, I just have this feeling that they're going to do that because that protects Gunther, and then that gives Chad Gable or Bronson Reed or Champa or Ricochet like a way to win the belt in a way that moves it on. But mm-hmm. it doesn't weaken it after all the good work they've done to get it where it is. That makes sense. And confirmed, yeah, Elimination Chamber is standard after Royal Rumble. So yep. we'll see that again this year. Okay. Yeah, it, we'll have to just see what's going on with, with those belts when we get around to that point in time. I mean, I, I also wouldn't be surprised if Seth Rollins puts his World Heavyweight Championship on display in the Elimination Chamber if he still has it at that point. Yep. I would love for Drew McIntyre to take that belt off of him, but I don't think he's going to. No. But I do like what they've been doing with Drew, man. I didn't add this in my Stocks Rising because I've talked about it a lot, but I love Drew. You know I love Drew. I don't care. (laughs) Not about your love for Drew. About Drew. This man's a Drew hater. It's just nothing for me. Hey, you know what I always say? You know what I always say? You wasn't there. I wasn't. You wasn't there. <clears throat> I guess before we get into stocks falling, we'll do a bonus stock falling of the Bloodline Cinematic Universe, which has been on a big downward slide since Roman left television. Absolutely. Uh, Roman's back this week. Solo and Jimmy took an L to John Cena and a legend at Fastlane. And <laughs> yeah, I just, I, Roman's going to be beating some ass when he comes back on Friday, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't think he's going to be very happy with everything that's gone on. Um, and it's nice to see. So we, we mentioned it before. Uh, we essentially were in the filler phase of the bloodline cinematic universe. Feels like, uh, we were with in Roman phase five. Yeah. <laughs> feels like with Roman coming back, we're going to get back on track here. Um, which is exciting. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's be nice to see that storyline actually carry forward and continue because yeesh. Yeesh. Um, not to be confused with yeet. Yes. That was a yeesh. That was a yeesh. <laughs> uh, you think Paul's going to be cleaned up for SmackDown, or do you think he's still going to be all white 
all white hair, all all grayed out. And, crummy Paul Heyman. Yeah. yeah. I would like to see him come out crummy again, you know, because he's, he's stressed out, bro. <laughs> I mean, Man's going through a lot. Roman- Paul, what is, what is going on with you? <laughs> you look like shit. <laughs> I mean, I leave for a couple of months and I come back and this is how you look? <laughs> for your tribal chief? You did a really good Roman there, Dimitri. <laughs> oh, he's got a really easy uh, kind of uh, voice inflection or way of talking to imitate. <sighs> oh, all right. I guess we have to talk about Fastlane. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about it, bro. It was an absolute mid-off is how I felt. Um, I Okay. So the most memorable thing about this pay-per-view for me premium live event for me was that uh it was not memorable <laughs> uh do you want to know my most memorable, memorable what's that event? the press conference i didn't watch the press conference uh i did after i saw that jay rocked up like drunk out his mind are you serious <laughs> you haven't seen this bro i told you i haven't been on the internet <laughs> oh my god jay uso comes in after, you know, they do the press conference, Jey Uso and Cody Rhodes kicked it off after they won the tag team belts. Yeah. Jay's like, yeet, <laughs> yeet. <laughs> Cody comes in and he like makes Cody like kiss the belts. And then, and then he's like, I love this. Cody, give me a yeet. Give me a yeet, Code. Give me a yeet. And Cody's just like eat <laughs> oh man dude i love jay and at this point i love cody that's great <laughs> and he would be asked questions and he just starts rambling and they go what's the question <laughs> <laughs> i gotta watch this dude it's so funny like that was the most memorable part of the pay-per-view was jay Uso just losing his mind in the press you, conference you know another thing that's burnt into my mind from this pay-per-view what all the fucking ads did you notice how many ads there were yeah, the Pizza Hut one was incredibly. It was like, obnoxious. Yeah, it was yeah. like all over the ring. I was like, "Mine, dude, what the fuck is this?" Now uh, we also had that Slim Jim ad with. Uh, it was like the Hell. Slim Jim car. Hey, nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, when he pulled in and like whipped in with the Slim Jim car, was that actually him that did that? Because that was fucking nice. I thought I was like, okay, he didn't get out of the car for a second, so he was I was like, was somebody else in there? The driver. Yeah. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp from Fightful said he reached out to WWE for comment, and they said that there was no professional driver, that it was LA Knight. Bruh, he whipped that salt, thing, yo. Yeah, I was like, Damn, alive. He whipped that thing. Yeah. Yeah, my that was my thought, too. I was like, yo, he definitely, like, there was a driver in there. He climbed over that and got out. If he really did that, bro, shout-outs to LA Knight, bro. That was clean. What did you think of the last man standing match? Uh, I would say it was probably a strength of the night just because, uh, you know, we got all those interesting spots in it. Uh, it went kind of how I f- figured it would go. Um, but even though it was a strength of the night, I still didn't absolutely love the match. I know some people did really like it. I yeah. How did you feel about it? Um, there were some spots that were cool. There were some spots that were really dumb. Yeah. Um, I was really surprised that we had two mists in one night. Mists. <laughs> yeah. I was surprised they used a red mist. I thought that was like banned. 
Why? Because it looks like blood? Yep. I think they needed to do something to differentiate from Asuka's mist, though. Yeah. I mean, I figured, but, like, I thought they would just do, like, a... What's Asuka's blue? Blue. Yeah. Figured they would do, like, a green, because that's what Tajiri did back in the day. Mm. Shout out to all my old mid-card wrestling fans. Tajiri was a goat. It was it was really surprising in the women's triple threat that uh, Asuka hit Charlotte with the mist, like, right at the start. I did not yeah. expect that. No, me either. Um, Charlotte sold it pretty well. She did. Um, she looked like she was actually about to cry when they were, like, yeah. fixing her up. I was like, oh, yeah. damn, okay. Good job. It was, like, in her hair for the, yeah. rest of the, the match, too. Ball out. Uh, but, yeah, I, I did see a funny tweet that was, like, it was, like, of Seth Rollins dripping, like, his face with the mist. And they are like... The only way Seth can look like John Moxley on WWE television. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> what did you think of the decision to take the belts off of uh, the Judgment Day, the tag team belts? Yeah, see, this was an interesting one for me. So I have like mixed feelings about it um, because I like, well, like, I love Jay and mm-hmm. I. Uh, at this point, I love Cody. He's fully won me over. So I love them individually. Together, it still feels weird a little bit. It just feels like we have these two people who are really good and people like them. Uh, let's put them together. What what could go wrong? That's what it, that's what it feels like. Uh, well, it it kind of seems like it's WWE's answer to my "What are you doing with Cody?" question. Exactly. I was about to say that. And it seems like they just, they had nothing to do. So they were like, Oh, Cody tag with Jay. He's hot. That'll work. Um, the only like redeeming factor is I saw on raw the, the ending there. Um, when KO finally kind of like got on the side of, uh, of Jay Uso and he kind of finally accepted him. I was like, okay, that makes sense. I think that makes sense. Storyline perspective. To yeah, give him sto- the respect. Storyline wise, yes, but like from a also from just like a character perspective of Kevin Owens, like losing a title shot and then going, Yeah, yeah, we'll put him over. Like it just doesn't track. Like That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um That would have so been yeah. a good a good point to turn Kevin heel if that's what they're kind of thinking about doing. Absolutely. So yeah, I'm I'm mixed about it. Like I I like them individually. I think that they could do good work together, but I, I, for me, they're on stock falling watch. This was stock falling watch for me. Cause I'm not willing to okay. put it on officially stock falling yet. Cause I want to see where it goes, what they do, how they, if, if it's going to be like really boring, obviously it's going to be a stock falling. But if, if we get some good, interesting storyline bits out of it, by all means, but as of right now, it's on Stockfall Watch. Fair enough. I think I think at some point it's going to work its way towards uh, Cody and Jay versus Solo and Jimmy in mm-hmm. some capacity. Um, that could slap. It could. It could slap. Mm-hmm. Um, their finisher that they they put together, which is that like was a nice. one D into a Cody cutter, that was yeah. decent. Um, yeah. It, when I see finishes like that, like that that little combo finisher they do, I watch that and I'm like, oh man, that would be so easy to fuck up. I mm-hmm. would absolutely fuck that up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah the the other thing that I have with it is it seems like they're like, okay, this is the thread that we need, 
and they start pulling that thread and they were like, okay, but if that happens and this has to happen, if that happens and this has to happen, then if that happens, this has to happen to try to like make everything make sense. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of see the whole thread and it's getting very frayed from how far pulled it is. This analogy is going on too long. Um, <laughs> hey, it's just another thread. You got a you, great yeah. explanation. <laughs> but they're But they're going with like, okay, tag team belt on Cody and Jay. Damian Priest mad that he doesn't have a belt anymore. He will want to cash in. His knee hurts too bad. Mommy takes the briefcase. Uh, J.D. McDonough gets held up against the wall. Uh, oh, sorry. J.D. McDonough gets there held up go. against the wall. <laughs> um, but his knee hurts too bad. So Mommy takes the briefcase. And then it's a last man standing match, which would be a really smart time for them to cash in. But he doesn't have his briefcase. Because his knee hurts. And it was just like, it just felt like, okay, you're really like stretching this reasoning of why he can't cash in on Seth Rollins, who he should cash in on after a last man standing match. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, guys, your creative was not super creative here. Yeah. (laughs) Creative was not super creative here, but you know, here we are. On the other on the other end of things, it could be that they looked at both ends of the thread and they're like, Seth Rollins retains no cash in. Cody gets the belts. Damian Priest has a hurt knee. <laughs> like they have to kind of go somewhere in the in the middle there to make it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That that's kind of a fast lane falling for me yep. too. Uh oh, we're we're just on my last AEW stock falling. And that is for Soraya, formerly known as Paige. <sighs> she kind of sucks shit. Does she really? She can't go. She I, doesn't like. She doesn't she's just not well. good at wrestling because I honestly don't I, know. I haven't watched. I, I don't know, man. Like I don't know what it is. Like she just she doesn't move fluidly in the ring, and maybe that's just ring rust. But then she's not wrestling on TV, so it's not getting shaken off, and. She's had this title for, I want to say, a month or six weeks. And she defended it twice, I think, and lost the second defense. Like, I'm just like, okay, you wanted it all in. So she wanted it all in. That was the last week of August. So, yeah, she had it for about six weeks. She defended it once at Grand Slam against Tony Storm, retained, and then lost it. Um, on title Tuesday to Hikaru Shida, who lost it after having it for like a week and she wasn't pinned or submitted in the, in the four way match in London. And like Saray is not on TV. She's not cutting promos. Her heel stuff is so basic. It's such cheap heat. Every time she's on the mic, every time she's just like yelling to the audience, like in, in a match, like it's such cheap heat. It's not creative heel work. And, like, I just don't know where she goes from here. Um, I know that she's probably trying to be careful of her neck. And, like, I'm glad that she was able to come back and wrestle on TV again. It has not worked for me from start to finish here. Her debut, all of her in-ring stuff to now losing the title, I didn't think she deserved to win it. It was really like a, you're here in our company, we're in London, we're going to give you this moment, we're going to give you this moment with your family, and I'm like, yeah, 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 that's great, but I don't think she deserved it, and like, I'm glad they got the belt off her, because 
It was not working. Damn, Jacob's got some real opinions on this one. You didn't thought that one through. I did. And I've been like, yeah. I've been kind of bubbling this away like the last couple weeks. Yeah. Like I was like, yeah, Soraya's not on TV again. Soraya's not on TV again. Soraya had a one minute backstage segment. Soraya's not on TV again. Soraya's not on TV again. What are we doing here? Like, they got to figure out something because uh, Tony Storm has been absolutely riveting. I don't even watch AEW, but she's like so all, over. <laughs> all the clips I see, I'm like, dude, yes, I love this. Like, I kind of want to tune in just to watch that shit. Like, that's it's, what we need. So, part of, during the first picture in picture, Tony Storm had a thing leading into the picture in picture saying that she was debuting her for her film because she's in this like. I'm a 50s actress kind of thing. She's like, mm. but I'm going to do it the way film was intended. Silently. So the entire first picture in picture was a Tony Storm silent film. <laughs> That's sick. That's so like, sick. That's so really smart. creative. Yeah. That's so creative. That's uh, different. I ain't never seen that. In her last match she had, she came down to the ring. I think this was on, yeah, this was on Collision. Um, mm -hmm. And she came down to the ring with a script that she handed to the referee, to the commentators, and to her opponent. Because that's like, she's like, here's the script, here's the script, this is what we're doing. And then, like, of course, like, her opponent's like, I'm not doing that. The hip attacks? <laughs> it should have been me! To an extreme degree. <laughs> um, Tony Storm also bit Kiara Hogan's ass. Oh, hell yeah. Another should have. No, I'm not going to go there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it was it was an insane bit, and like it's so over. She's still doing her. I'm going to slap her in the titty thing. Where she that's like, hilarious. She stands them up and like holds their head back against the barricade, and then slaps a titty. Like she's hilarious, man. You, I didn't know she was so funny. You could just tell she's having a great time. Yep. And I'm just like. The champion's not on TV, but this is the people's champion right now. Like, and it just sucks that both of her title reigns with the AEW women's belt were not good because they didn't yeah, have anything creative for her to do during that time frame. And now we have this and it's like, oh, this is great. Can you imagine delusional Tony Storm with the title? <laughs> slap. Like, titty slap. Like, it's, <laughs> it's so good. Uh, but yeah, this was actually, this was, yeah, I guess bonus stock rising for Tony Storm, but. Yeah. We love Tony Storm. goal stock falling for Soraya. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last quick stock falling. People who can't enjoy both brands. Yeah, fuck good, you. It was good wrestling. Whoa. <laughs> it was good wrestling on Tuesday. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I'm I glad I watched it. both shows, but like, yeah, man, like, you don't have to only watch one. They don't care. Let me let me clarify my thoughts. I don't like when people just obnoxiously hate on one yeah. brand because they have loyalty to another brand. Yeah. You cannot enjoy both brands just and and that's okay. Like if you like tried it out, you know, you watch and you don't like one or the other, fine. But don't blindly hate a brand because it's not the brand that you watch. That's stupid. <laughs> it's it's that thing that's like you hate this and you're not even like watching it to like have a real opinion on it. You just have this preformed opinion in your head and what you've yep. seen on Twitter. Exactly. It's the console wars all over again. It's PlayStation Ugh. versus Xbox. Same it, thing, man. Different, really different, is. different thing. Same thing. You know what I'm saying? Anything else, Dimitri? Nope. 
Which console are you? You know, you know, I got. I love all consoles. <laughs> I love them all. It's PC, Switch, sexual. Xbox. Yeah, Thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs> and follow us on Twitter oh and TikTok God. and YouTube at Let Me Pod to you. you can follow Dimitri at Dimitri Talks. You can find me if you want it. We hate Jacob. That's hate with an eight. Please give us a review on your chosen pod, podcast platform. Uh, we're on every major network. Have a great week, everybody. Goodbye.